Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I always laugh at that. I mean, to be honest with you, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what that means, but um, it's always our offense, and it's not about one person in, in this building. It's about all of us. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Matt LaFleur, like most coaches, is such a liar. Can we run back what we heard in the open there from Matt LaFleur? This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. Yes, I'm Jim I am. Rutledge. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. Let's hear from Liar Matt LaFleur again. I always laugh at that. I mean, to be honest with you, I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but um, it's always our offense, and it's not about one person right there, in, live. in this building. It's about all of us. So the question that was asked about the floor is basically now you get to run your offense. And, oh, it's so ridiculous. I laugh at it. It's a team effort. I'm sorry, the major reason the Packers are not a Super Bowl contender this year, and they might have been otherwise, is because one man is not in the building. So do not tell me one man does not make or break the offense. Could Jordan Love be fine? Sure. But if you're trying to win a Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers, who won an MVP twice in this offense, matters. <laughs> he definitely matters. And if Matt LaFleur... Truly, unless he's a moron, I think he's just doing coach speak right now, in his heart of heart, wanting to keep his job, would rather have Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback right now with all the baggage. I mean, when it comes down to pure football, yes, there's no denying you'd rather have Aaron Rodgers being your quarterback. That being said, this is still Matt LaFleur's offense. It's going to be probably just dumbed down a little bit. I get what he's saying, and he's. it's one of those what like— What do you mean? You mean it's not about one person? It's not. That's what I'm what? saying. What? The most important position in all of football is quarterback. It is always about one person in the NFL. The quarterback. 100%. But this is a... We're, we lost that one person we had. It's got to be about a new person now. You can't it love the new quarterback. Well, no, the new no, one person. And that's not the person it's, this offense is going to highlight. They're going to highlight Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones... Is going to be the man in this offense. Jordan Love is going to be the game manager. It's still about Jordan Love. What I'm getting at, though, this is always he was scoffing at the idea that it wasn't Matt Lafleur's offense, and now we get to run it. We saw Matt Lafleur's offense. I don't you care just about the scoffing with a all star as as opposed to now the we're end of the see quote, it with Jordan Love. The end of the quote says it's not about one person. That part is coach speak. It is one thousand. I don't care if you're the crappiest team in the NFL. It's still about that one person, the quarterback. And it's not about one person. It always is about one person. Why do you think the Cardinals are viewed as crap this year? Who's playing quarterback for the Cardinals this year, Matt Hamilton? It's not the first about overall one pick person. In the NFL draft, Kyler Murray? No, he's hurt. Kyler's hurt right now? Oh. He's going to miss most of the season. Oh, news to me. That's why they're not being viewed as a dumpster fire if he was healthy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought the situation was. I did not even realize. What did Kyler Murray do? 
got injured. Okay, what was the injury? Uh, he's out with an ACL injury. Ooh, ooh, those ones. Nine to twelve month return. Just ask for Sean Gary about it. That has to have been a tear then, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Where are you? I have. I had no idea. When did that even happen? In May. In January. That's the story. He's rehabbing in May. Jeez, he heard it playing football, Matt Hamilton. Hey, Matt, look at the screen. <laughs> Let's highlight it. He said, he says May because that's when the story is. That's what, no, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly what, what do I have highlighted oh, week on the screen? 14. There, there we go. Yeah, wait a look. Man, I had no idea Kyler Murray got hurt in week 14. <laughs> Who is their quarterback for the last three weeks? That I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that, that makes sense. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll is what I see. <laughs> that's not right. It cannot be right. Uh, it is a sad, sad state to be a. Uh, who is it? Does that say Colt McCoy? Oh my that's exactly goodness! That's Colt says. McCoy. I haven't heard that Jeff name. Jeff Driscoll him. on the roster as well. David Blau. You remember him from Minnesota? Oh, yeah. David Blau. Didn't right. he? But again, not, not, they, you they mean drafted, Detroit, right? They drafted. Blau was uh, on Detroit. Blau was Minnesota too. Really? I think he played for both of them. You're right. He was Detroit as well. But Clayton Toon, they drafted in the fifth round this year. Don't know who the hell that is. That sounds like a made-up Madden person. Clayton like, Toon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was spelt like Olsen. Yeah. Maybe he's part of the the, uh, the group over there. Maybe he's working on your yard earlier this week. <laughs> I hope not. I <laughs> uh, need that functional strength to play quarterback. Uh, oh, my God. That's Clayton Toon. That is a made-up person. Clayton Toon looks like he plays for the Badger basketball team. <laughs> Played at Houston? <laughs> he does. Clayton Toon looks what, like what he's the starting that? shooting guard. he's a tall white guy? With a bad haircut. <laughs> He looks like he plays for the Badger basketball team. Someone get Tyler Wall on the phone. We talk or to Connor Asijin. Or Sam Decker. Or every other bad Tim Jarmus. Uh, ben ben Bruss with his shaved head. Just line them up. They used to be called the buzz cuts, and now they're basically the bowl cuts. It's not the bad haircut person. Badgers. Oh, my God. But my point <laughs> is, it's still about the quarterback. Because... The quarterback is trash in Arizona, hence the team is done. It's cooked. It's over. Chicago, the whole season rides on is Justin Fields going to take another step. And how many wins they get is how big of a step he takes. Will he go from a guy who, who, who gained 3,500 yards and, threw, and got 25 touchdowns? Will those numbers rise? Or will he just stay at that number? Will it be more passing than rushing? We don't know. But yeah. that's the whole point of the Jim, season. I, I hear what you're saying. Yes. But the whole point, the whole thing in an offense is Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, as good as Aaron Rodgers was, wasn't throwing the ball to himself. It's not a one-man game. He might be the linchpin that matters whether you do great or you do poorly. But at the end of the day, it is a team game. We're going to have to realize that Jordan Love can't have 80% of the 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 importance on his role. They're going to have to spread that, that importance I'm sorry, out. that's how You're the NFL totally works. You're totally right that the quarterback is number one. But there are ways that you can alleviate a not-as-good quarterback. Hide a little bit of but the it warts. it is about one guy. What when LaFleur's you have to hide about. those warts, that means you're not allowing other players to to. Uh, well, you are allowing the other players to step up. You're giving them opportunities. Okay, so if Jordan Love's got the wart that he doesn't have the arm or you don't trust his ability to avoid the pass rush and read the, uh, the pass rush. I think his wart rushes. right now is inexperienced. Okay, but let's just for an example here. He can't. They're not going to maybe do a deeper drop than they have done with Rodgers to bomb it down the field to Christian Watson. So all of a sudden, that skill set 
out the window. It's still in the NFL, and I'm sorry, you're completely insane if you don't think that the quarterback— it's a team game. No, it is one guy. You could have the best team in the world. If your quarterback is trash, your team is going nowhere. If your quarterback is average, you know this, is not going anywhere in the playoffs. I mean, it gets you to a Super Bowl. It doesn't win you a Super Bowl. And rarely, still, more often than not, you want it. You've done. You you're the one. Star, that, yeah. You're the one that's done this. I'm you've shown it it's out. All like Green Bay you, to me. Not, but let's say you're Jimmy Garoppolo. Then you you cap out. You have a ceiling. You have Aaron Rodgers. Your ceiling is higher. Patrick Mahomes. You don't have a ceiling. No, I'm not Joe denying Burrow, that. Jordan Love. We don't know what he is, but the whole season rides on what Jordan Love is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. I agree with that. But like, so it is about what one you're guy. saying, you. it's not about one guy. Other guys in this team can do play, step up and play. Sean well. Gary can have 75 sacks. If Jordan Love stinks, the team's still going to win five games. <laughs> it's about one guy, Jordan Love. If Jordan Love plays well, we might only win six games. That's what I'm not getting at. Is like there is going to be a, a big. You have no curve. chance to do anything important or relevant at all if Jordan Love isn't good. He doesn't have to be great. But if he is not a capable to good quarterback, your season's toast. Just like so every other is NFL that team. Why it's about one guy? Yes. To you? Okay. Yes. Jared Goff, when he plays uh, at his peak, which still isn't great, but when he plays at his peak, the Lions ripped off a bunch of wins. But why do we think, oh, we don't trust the Lions? We don't trust the Vikings? Why? Because their quarterback in years past have not been as good as the Packers quarterback. It's always about one guy in the NFL. Always. Whoever your quarterback is, is going to divide, completely define your season. Yes, other players matter. But I would say the quarterback controls, what, 45% of your destiny as a football team? I, and nobody I else comes close. Maybe even higher. And nobody else comes close. So it is about Agreed. one guy. Yes, everyone one else guy matters. One guy is the most important. But when, it's, when more than 50%, so we'll go with more than 50% of your team's destiny every year is defined by one player, then yes, it's about one guy. Everyone else has to do their job, but that one guy controls it all. House of D chimes in, Brock Purdy, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, Brock Purdy came in and played well, and that's why the 49ers are relevant. Thank you for proving my point. Trey Lance got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. They were dependent on Brock Purdy coming in and playing well, or they were done. It's all about the quarterback. If the quarterback doesn't play well, it doesn't mean they have to be a star. If Jordan Love can go out... And the Packers do not have the 49ers defense, but let's just assume they have the 49ers defense and overall proven playmakers, which they also don't have. But if Jordan Love could go out and be that guy and everyone else does all those things, it's still about Jordan Love doing those things. Because what happened when they had to go past Brock Purdy? Done! Like The quarterback is it. It's the whole thing. It's everything. They don't have to be a star, but the quarterback, if he's not doing his job, the whole thing is cooked. And go ask every crappy team out there. I, you're, I'm right. I, you could just say you're right, no, Jim. You don't no, have to no, disagree I'm, with me. I'm like flabbergasted that we're having a discussion that you're like nobody in the world is going to argue that the quarterback is not Matt, the most important. Just said it's not about one guy. My he point is, we, he knows it's the most important position. Didn't say that, but it's not all about one, about one, about it one guy. It is about one person, Matt and Matt. Both of you. It's it is about one guy, Matt. About one person. It's not all about one guy, Jim. We just talked about you. You split the majority share. It's not all of it on Jordan Love. So how could it all be? How is it not about one guy? Yes, he's the most important guy. But if he plays great and every, the other fifty percent is booty, it still doesn't but if matter. If he plays bad and the other fifty percent is great, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. It's fully dependent on your quarterback. Well, it depends on everyone else as well. How? Yes, they might have a smaller every, share. Every bit. Your entire season's win share and what you're going to do or not do is defined by your quarterback. Without a doubt, more than any other position in any other sport, the quarterback controls your entire football destiny. Goody's entire football life rides on the quarterback play. LaFleur's football legacy rides on what Again, Jordan Love does this year. that I'm agreeing with you. It is the most important position. Is, wait, so it's about one guy. Not I'm not going to say that. That is drawing you're a just black drawing, and white line. No, There's you're just no, trying to disagree with me. It's white. one guy. It's not black and white. It's not There's about a t- one It is a person. team game, it's and one guy. one guy is the most important player on the field. It's about it's one guy. about one <laughs> okay. person. It is about that, Matt. You can believe that. It's not about one person. I don't have to believe it. It's not a belief system. You clearly believe it, so just go ahead and believe it. It's a team football it's game. Factual. I last time it's I watched factual. a football game, there was eleven guys on okay. the other side of the ball. Why are you not as excited about this year as last year going into it? Again, because the market share, the guy who is the most important, so, so one guy isn't as good. It what, doesn't what, mean that how many this guys team was it? How many guys made anything. the difference in this? How many guys are you talking about that made the difference? Every single player. Can so make you're a more difference. excited last year than this year because of all the players or one player. Well, I obviously am more excited last year than this year because of Aaron Rodgers. One player. Yes. One guy. One. Rodgers. But he's not the only person. That's what you're saying. No, but it is. He (laughs) is. It's basically your engine. Felt like Green Bay to me. Jim, I'm agreeing. He's the most important player, but he's not not everything. That's what you're saying. Yes, because you're not not all about one person. Yes, you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything of relevance if the quarterback isn't good. If no one else is good, if you're still bad, if your quarterback's good and everyone else is bad. No, that's not usually the case. Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers was fantastic his rookie year, and they went had six wins. 4,000-plus yards passing, 20-plus touchdowns. But he wasn't fantastic. Few interceptions. But, no, but he wasn't fantastic. Good numbers. Good, but, right. solid quarterback you, numbers. You remember, if you think back... He was nowhere close to the quarterback. Well, he, he wasn't was even last quite year. finishing right, it the same on way. Aaron Rodgers. He, that team won, went to the NFC Championship. You proved my point. The team the year before with Brett Favre went to the NFC Championship game. Statistics it's aside, Aaron Rodgers comes person. in. He's not ready to win games. He's not the veteran to get this done. And what happens? They win six. Thank you for proving I am correct. This is Rutledge Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Number one, two, three, four, and five reasons the Green Bay Packers won any of their football games the last few years is Ben Aaron Rodgers. He's Matt Hamilton. Yes, I am. My number one. <laughs> and if I wasn't on this show, this we just we wouldn't even be nominated for Best in Madison. You're never on this right? show. Like, I'm the quarterback. This guy celebrates a C-minus attendance le- level. It, I feel like if you were in it school. It wasn't necessarily a C-minus attendance level. It was when I told you I'll be gone for about... 70% or I'll be around for 70% of the shows when I was hired to do this and I was spot on. So I want to check into this. This is Rutledge and Hamilton uh, presented by Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio and I don't know. Maybe I can ask. Uh, we can find someone that works around the school district. I feel like Matt's attendance would not allow him to be moved on to another grade. Like he's too absent. 
to be able to be moved Here's the on. Thing. That's entirely accurate. Before, yes. be- okay, if that's how we're going to do this, <laughs> if this is the school and I'm trying to move on to round two of radio host school and you're like, I don't know, a 71% attendance, if that is good enough, I want to throw out that before I signed up for this school and before I was offered this wonderful scholarship to this school, mind you, yep. I didn't apply. It was a scholarship. I negotiated into the deal. I baked it in. That 70% yeah, but, was Matt, the nobody's target. Ma- nobody's mad about 70%. We're annoyed that you're like bragging about it. No, I, and it's not bragging that I made 70 It's literally bragging that this number that I literally pulled out of nowhere and just hoping that was close was spot on. That is what I'm most excited about. No, 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 no. You, you have spent now the last three days, and I haven't been on the show recently, so I haven't had the opportunity to tell you how and I truly feel about know. this. And you don't know. So you don't know. Exactly. No, 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 okay. No. So I, I have not had the opportunity to tell you how I truly feel about this. But when a guy that comes in here 70% of the time, which, by the way, if we bake that down to a week, you average about three and a half days out of the five-day work week right. that you show up to work. When all of us that sit back here and work our ass off clicking buttons for you, producing your show... And we all want opportunities, but you're laughing. You're making a joke out of the fact <laughs> that you have this great opportunity in front of you, and you can only live up to it 70% of the time. You're laughing in the face of me, I, Brian and Alex G, and everybody else that would kill for your spot. If anything, Strofe, not only by me being gone 30% of the time opens up opportunities for you and Wollersheim and everyone to come into the show and get to sit in the captain's seat here, not only that, I was here a little bit more than I said I would be. I, I, I made everyone well aware that I was going to be gone. If I came in here and said I will be here every single day of the year outside of a, maybe a sick day here and there, and then I showed up with 70, I would feel like this is very deserved. Okay, Matt, but what you're doing here is you're bragging and said, like, hey, I'm going to be like a C-, minus. so that's what, and now you're bragging that you got your C-. Minus. No. 70% I is made, C-. Minus. I was 100% right on how often right, I would, you be, would be But my point is, it's not a great... No, I, there's two separate things, Matt. That's fine that you guessed right on your attendance time. But still, you're bragging about being a C-minus student. I'm bragging... Like, you're right. You told us you'd be C-minus right. in your attendance, but and we know that. Is this so we're not C-minus mad about it, the fact that I don't need to puff your chest out about let's it? Let's go! I feel like I am getting ridiculed here a little bit for when I agreed... To a job, but also said, hey, I still have another job no, I do. No, no, and now start. you're saying that I'm giving you C-minus no, work no, no, because no, I'm C-minus, only... C-minus attendance. And Matt, every time I've said this, nobody's mad that you're only here 70% of the time. What we're saying is stop bragging about it like it's some win. We understood that we could not get 100% of your time. We could not get A attendance from you. What we're you're not hearing is no one is bragging that I'm only here 70% of the time. I'm bragging because I was right when I predicted 70% of the time. Open your ears, Jim. But wait, it's not all about ta- one player, wait, there was and t- it's not all about It is about one me player. being here 70% of the time. It's me being 100% the 70% I'm here. Yeah, well, yeah. it is about one player. That much I, I know about for sure. <laughs> Because one player can go to Ho Chunk Game in Madison and be a winner. Mm, that's true. Oh, boom! I'm a winner. Matt Hamilton's argument is a loser. Uh, $63 million won at Ho Chunk Game in Madison so far this year. Biggest jackpot, $248,000. Two millions uh, in jackpots just this last year. And the uh, biggest win last week, $43,000. Go be a winner. Go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Where will Aaron Rodgers go? So I saw this on Twitter, and it sounds like maybe Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings are on the outs. 
Not a surprise to anyone. I think that's fair to say. Uh, This was kind of predicted. And now that means Kirk Cousins will be playing for a different football team next year. Aaron Rodgers, look, he got his way out of Green Bay. Brett Favre got his way out of New York. Everyone's basically saying time's a full, you know, a flat circle or we live in a simulation. This means Aaron Rodgers is going to end up in New York. So I want to start with that part of it. I just want to start with that part of it. This is... I want to ask you this question, Matt Hamilton, and Strofe, and everyone out there as well, 844-770-3776. If, because I want to work through a few different scenarios here. If Aaron Rodgers forced his way out of New York after the season and ended up in Minnesota in his ever-loving desire, the second Hall of Fame quarterback who had this burning desire to stick it to the Green Bay Packers, if he follows in Brett Favre's footsteps, hopefully just on the field, would you want... (laughs) By all accounts, Aaron is a much better person than Favre. Would you? What would your feelings be? Would they change it all about Aaron if he oh goes from the Jets to the Vikings? He yes. forces his way out. Okay. They would. Oh my gosh! I, I think so. The Brett Favre thing was ended up being purely out of spite. You know, like it was one of those I wasn't ready to be done. I said I was done, and then I wasn't ready, and then you didn't bring me back. I'm going to force my way out of. New York, and I'm going to get this opportunity to play against the Packers, right? Like, mm-hmm. pure spite-driven. Now, Rodgers, we know, has done, already feels like he's been doing things out of spite against the Packers. So, like, I honestly, if it happened, I almost would find it more believable. You know what I mean? Because Favre was this lovable guy right till the end. Everybody liked Brett Favre right until the point where he said he was going to retire and then didn't. Like, that's kind of when it started to stir it up with Packer fans. Mm-hmm. We, I, I half expect, one, the fact that Packer fans don't really have that love for Rodgers anymore. I don't think it would bother them as much as it did Favre. And two, they know how spiteful Aaron Rodgers can be. I don't think it would really surprise anyone that much. It would break my heart, and I would definitely not be nearly as big as of a Rodgers stan if that was the case. Oh. You had to po- bring up your poll question from your show well, I, or your Twitter because I, I, that I will is get what I want to answer. 844-770-3776. How would you feel if Aaron Rodgers ended up on the Vikings with Kirk Cousins likely on the outs after the season? Strofe, safe space here for you to share your thoughts as well. Uh, all right. You want me to be honest? Yeah. I think you're an idiot. Why? This is the dumbest question I've ever heard. I'm not getting to the question. Why? If Aaron Rodgers went to the Vikings? It's not going to happen. When people said that about Brett, I was like, there's no way he's going to force his way out of New York. Do you believe there is any chance this happens? Let me ask that. So I started with, this is just, I follow a lot of Packer fan bloggers, Packers Twitter. Like, this is a Packers Twitter joke right now. How wild would that be, though? No, exactly. And here's the thing. I don't think it's very likely either, but... The crazier things have happened. Yeah, no, I don't think history <laughs> repeats itself three times over, right? I mean, 15 years as a starter, go to New York. <laughs> you're talking me into it here, Jimmy. I don't yeah, know what's happening. You're going to talk yourself into it. I don't know what's happening here. Keep I, going. I, keep I, elaborating. I, what I else? Just, I just don't think it's possible. I, I think Aaron Rodgers plays two years in New York and he's done. One uh, one unsolicited picture to a New York City cheerleader. <laughs> okay, I am okay. done. Too much. No. <laughs> Too much. No. Let's go. If For that athletes, happens, that's it. I am. I am going to. I'll buy the Rogers purple jersey now. <laughs> I would hope that make you not a fan of this. Yeah. <laughs> let's not put that in the universe. Yeah. I mean, we are saying that 
Rogers okay. has been following we, in the footsteps. Hey now. <laughs> oh, but wait. Hey now. We, hey now. If we are fair, Aaron Rodgers is showing zero tendencies <laughs> to do any of the things that Brett Favre allegedly and reportedly did off the field Agreed. in Green Bay. Even yes. in Green Bay. Yes. He did not have the sordid history in Green Bay that Favre did before he went to New York. Fair. So I think we can give Aaron the benefit of the doubt <laughs> that that's not going to be happening. How nice of you. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair. Aaron Rodgers, the football player, is a hell of a football player. Aaron Rodgers, the guy that talks on, on, the, on the podcast and all that kind of stuff, annoying. But Aaron Rodgers, the person, does not seem like a dirtbag, unlike <laughs> Brett Favre, Brett. allegedly. Fair. Okay. And sometimes reportedly a dirtbag. There's things that are proven, not proven, even the stuff that's proven about Favre, dirtbag. <laughs> dirtbag. So Aaron has not shown that level of uh, dirtbaggery. So we'll give him a pass on that one. But the question is, you know who's not a dirtbag? Kirk Cousins. Oh, get out. Don't even. So when I saw this. This is... You, I, I. This is literally going to make my stomach turn. So when I saw that Kirk Cousins could be out with the Minnesota Vikings, <laughs> everyone else's mind went to Aaron Rodgers making his way to Minnesota. My mind went to Kirk Cousins making his way to Green Bay. Oh, no. So I want to walk through the scenario where this could happen. <laughs> now, I will put up the... It's a poll question. Maybe we could tweet it from ESPN Madison to ask it uh, and share it out there with Iron Jock on it. But I asked the question on my own Twitter, at Jim Rutledge. What would bother you more as a Packers fan? Ugh. Kirk Cousins as a Packers quarterback or Aaron Rodgers playing for the Minnesota Vikings? 844-770-3776. You guys can marinate on that. We'll get it up uh, on Twitter as well. You can follow us at Jim and Matt. At in Madtown, what's going on? Hey guys, uh huh. You got me marinating and um, <laughs> lamenting on uh, what the heck. <laughs> uh, deja vu. It won't happen because no one's going to pony up the contract to Aaron Rodgers to go to Minnesota. Brett Favre was in such a different predicament. He didn't have a huge contract, I believe, like Aaron Rodgers. Correct? Uh, I mean, I'm sure it was big for the time. I'm not sure exactly yeah, the number, but I'm it sure it's pretty big for the time. Yeah. But this is pretty uber big yep. compared to what he's got going right now. So I don't think that's going to happen. And regarding uh, Kirk Cousins, no way. The Tundra would have to freeze over before Kirk Cousins comes to Green Bay and we would want him. We won't take him. I'll take Jordan Love two times over than Kirk Cousins. Okay, and that's you. Uh, I'm King. Uh, and, Ed, thank you for the call. Yes, you as a uh, fan. Kirk Cousins' contract, by the way, is massive. So, like, if he left... I feel like, the, in theory, they could figure out how to get Aaron in there. Just so we're clear. <sighs> Stop. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't. Money's not going to be the problem with this. I don't think it's <laughs> happening. But I want to throw this scenario out here. So let's say I want to work it all out here. Because the only way that Kirk Cousins makes his way to Green Bay, there's two parts to it. Jordan Love is underwhelming in year one. The Packers lose the imperfect amount of games. So we're in this terrible spot where they have the fifth pick. And let's say the top two or three teams need quarterbacks. So they're not going to trade with the Packers. But now let's look at Goody's position first, everyone. And you guys tell me if I'm insane. This is a wild theory. But let's say, the, let's say Aaron Rodgers goes to New York, wins an MVP, gets to the Super Bowl. 
Huh. That makes Goody look bad, right? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Right? Goody looks bad. Even to Mark Murphy, yeah. who has Goody's back across the board. Yeah. Board of directors gets upset. Packers win four games. Four or five. That puts you fifth overall. Jordan Love just... Basically, just say Jordan Love has Justin Fields passing numbers without the rushing. Okay? Uh, probably not. Not good. It's good enough. You have to have both. Especially... Jordan Love's been in the league for four years, coming into his fifth. He's got a paycheck out there for him. He hasn't had as much time to develop. Packers are on a deadline with this. But now, Matt LaFleur. Eight wins, four wins. So he's on a hot seat then. He's probably got one more year left. Goody, hot seat, one more year left. And you are stuck with the fourth, fifth pick. So which gets you a good player. Plus you have the Jets pick, which would be you know late in the first round. So, end of the first round. End of right? the first round. <laughs> and uh, so now you, but you have those two first round picks. You get rid of Bakhtiari. You get rid of some other money. So now you have some cap space, and you have two first round picks. Wouldn't they maybe? They wouldn't be the first to do it for the sake of their jobs. Bring in Kirk Cousins. Use maybe their second first round pick on a QB. Use their first first round pick on a guy that can play. Sign Kirk Cousins. Let's go win some football games and keep our jobs, and we'll worry about a, a QB in two years. Kirk Cousins is will be thirty six next off season. Not it's not it's done. not too old. It's so, not done yet. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Which would bother you more, Kirk Cousins on the Green Bay Packers or Aaron Rodgers on the Minnesota Vikings? Because neither are more than a ten percent chance. <laughs> but. In the immortal words of Jim Carrey, there is a chance. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. I want to be a boyfriend when you need a little company. Yeah, buddy. Kirk Cousins. All that dad gear and Get chains. Out. Get out of here, Jim. The only the only pro side is I'm sure Kirk Cousins would appreciate my new balances. But he not, seems like the kind of guy that would appreciate a, a nice new balance shoe. But in a non ironic like in a like these are very practical shoes sort of way. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to take it, take whatever kind of compliments you can get. So even if it's coming from a dork like Kirk Cousins, I would accept the uh, cool shoes, bro. He would say, bro. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matthew. I really like your shoes. Are they comfortable? That's how Kirk Cousins would talk to you about your shoes. I've, you know what? I could see Kirk Cousins trying to say, bro, like, ironically. Maybe. He seems like the kind of guy who would try and push himself out of his comfort zone. We'll find zones. out. He's in that Get Netflix out. series. We are not. Oh. No. <laughs> I thought you were as like Green Bay fans. It's like, shut up, Jim. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Stephen A. Rutledge. Oh, I'm just God. saying. First of all, it's first of all, it's June fifteenth. What the hell should we, we talk about? You want the me Pack, to answer the question? Packers offense against air for the hundredth time, or should we just throw Stephen some stuff A. Rutledge? Go ahead, ask the question again. Let me give you my take on it. Which one I would prefer? All right. Well, the question is not which you prefer. Which bothers you more? Okay. Well, again, so yeah, it still <laughs> is. Which would you prefer? It's just flip flopped. <laughs> Go ahead, Kirk Cousins, 
on the Green Bay Packers. And I worked it out last segment. You can listen back Wisconsin, the man, Apple, Spotify, and those great places. It's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Pros. Uh, go to Revive, Revive Restoration. Go to RevivePros.com uh, if you need uh, mold remediation, asbestos removal, you have smoke or water damage, RevivePros.com can help you out. So, Matt, I asked a question, and I set it up last week. So, basic, or last segment. Basically, let's say the Packers are in a horrendous situation where they can't get that, they can't get that high quarterback because uh, the teams in front of them don't want to give it up. They're on the hot seat because they didn't win enough games. The quarterback does not look like he's going to be an ascending player. And now Goody and LaFleur, because Aaron Rodgers crushed it out in New York, start feeling the pressure. So they bring in Kirk Cousins. Would that bother you more than Aaron Rodgers saying, you know what, I really want to go out of my way to stick it to Goody. I'm going to get out of New York, and I'm going to go play for the Vikings. Which bothers you more? 844-770-3776. 100% without a doubt, not even going to bat an eye at it. It's Rodgers going to the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers is a Packers Hall of Famer the second he retires, right? The idea of this of our three Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of which had so much spite and animosity built up for the Packers that they decided that they were going to Go play for one of the biggest rivals in the division. Like, that should be telling of your organization in the first place, like, how they feel their tr- players are treated. If your star players, the ones that are the most highly regarded and touted players in the history of your organization, if they are beyond willing, almost excited to go play for one of your rivals, that is a bad sign, and it's something that's going to stick with that person and their like history and their story forever. If Kirk Cousins joins the Packers, I'll forget about that by the time I'm Jim's age. Like, forget. Couple years, couple years. Yeah, that's like a decade and a half from now. Like, I wouldn't even remember that. You're just you're trying to sneak this in there because Ryan's not in here. Matt, you're old. You're in the older quadrant of the office. You're yeah. the old man. Okay. Well, either way, for real though. Kirk Cousins' career as a Packer, unless he wins a Super Bowl or gets us to a Would Super Bowl. Would it make Bowl, you mad if he won a Super Bowl? No, I'd still be stoked because <laughs> like, we got a Packer Super Bowl. But I'm saying if. Like if he had as many as his buddy Aaron Rodgers. Like, that wouldn't upset me. That'd I mean, be dope. The Packers got a Super Bowl. If the Packers get a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, yeah. Yeah. Well, just, why would we be upset about well, that? Well, because he's so in on Rodgers and then Cousins, he's dunked on forever. Like, just, I obviously wouldn't be mad, but it's just more no, funny. No, again, like, like, I understand the business side of it and. Yeah, the Packers need to win games. Kirk Cousins is definitely an above-average quarterback. If Jordan Love truly, truly is booty, and uh, my choices were uh, Kirk Cousins on the Packers or Aaron Rodgers going to the Vikings. That's some booty, Jim. Keep Rodgers out in New York. I will take Kirk Cousins on the Packers because he's not going to build a legacy here. He's not going to be a Hall of Fame Packer. He is not... Probably not going to win a Super Bowl. It's just going to be a blip in time that Kirk Cousins was the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers becoming the quarterback for the Vikings, even if he played one game and got injured, never played another game for him, the fact that he went to the Vikings is a stain on Aaron Rodgers and Packers' reputation forever. House of D chimes in. The Vikings, as a team, were in a much different place uh, when they went and got Favre, and what they're doing right now, there's zero chance they'd get Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, man, that's just wish casting. Those wide receivers that Rodgers would love to throw yeah, to yeah, Justin it's, Jefferson it's and KJ Osborne, and the, I think they just got another kid that's supposed to be really good. Uh, yeah, they drafted, high, the draft. they drafted a high. They drafted Jordan Addison, Jordan I believe. Addison, yeah. 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 So here's what I'm getting at. 
that none of this would be rational. One, if neither are, I would say, higher than a 5% chance yeah, of happening. Yeah, neither are but, probably going to happen, but I do like where your head's Minnesota's, at because everything else has happened the same way. It's just weird, so let's not humor the idea of Rodgers forcing his way out of New York and getting to Minnesota. Right, and Minnesota would take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat if Kirk Cousins when they walk away from Kirk Cousins for a two and, season thing. Yeah, still one have, season, even yeah, because yeah. you got Jefferson. They haven't. They don't have to pay him until next year. They'd figure it out. Like if Aaron Rodgers says, "I want to come to your team," most teams, if, especially if they don't have a quarterback, which yeah. Minnesota does not have one lined up, would take him. And also, if Aaron Rodgers was going to Minnesota, it would be purely out of spite. Oh, hundred percent out of spite. The Adam and Madison chimes in. Joe Barry on the Packers staff past week four would be more cringy than both those options, Jim. <laughs> How about we talk about Joe Barry going to the Vikings? That would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. You'd actually probably encourage that. I would. <laughs> I guess I'll ask this question because the yard possum from Lake Mills chimes in. Ask Hamilton how, it feel, how he feels about Jim McMahon winning the Super Bowl with the Packers. I mean, it's cool. I, I Honestly... Of all the quarterbacks the Bears have ever had, Jim McMahon is by far the coolest quarterback the Bears have ever had the privilege of lining up under center. The guy changed the quarterback game a little bit. He was one of the like original mobile quarterbacks. Yeah, and he had a little... He like, got beat up for it, and it was a different game. There was not as much many rules protecting him, but the fact that he backed up Favre, and if Favre went down, we had a guy like Jim McMahon under center, Like I would have been... Comfortable. Mitch Trubisky was pretty cool. Jake Cutler remembers old tweets. Yes. He just loves boobs. He's relatable. Hold yeah. on. Hold on. I guarantee you if Jim McMahon had Twitter back then, his Twitter account would be way more entertaining. What are you talking about? He went to Mitch BYU. You can't, you can't have alcohol. Okay. You can't Dude. have caffeine. <laughs> he can't, it's frowned upon there. I don't think it's frowned upon to you, like what Mitch Trubisky likes you over can't, BYU. You can't be a Mormon and enjoy those things, but I don't think he's Mormon. I just think he went to a Mormon school. There were there actually are when they play. I don't know if it's anymore, but Steve Young talked about it too. When you're there, like you can't, but at least back then you couldn't drink alcohol or c- consume caffeine. Caffeine, you, you that's still can. the weird yeah, one. So that's like, the super weird one is caffeine. I guess I don't know about caffeine, but I know alcohol and, and any pre- premarital shenanigans both very frowned upon at BYU. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's so many. There's a lot of frowned upon things. I wonder why they struggle recruiting. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I'll Wait, say you this. Mean, you mean people go to college for booze and, and, and fornication? Yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Definitely Is, not my experience. You think I was in college for 10 years for? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I thought like, California schools were more or bigger than the Utah schools for forget, the Californication. Pe- people forget Jimmy was in school for 10 years. <laughs> uh,. Well, just an idiot guy chimes in. Zach Wilson went to BYU, and he was uh, slaying no mothers. No yeah. Mormon. <laughs> Good point. Uh, and again, uh, just the other part of it, from my perspective on the McMahon thing, I was happy for him. I mean, yeah, it might have been different if he was like making a difference. It's like, yeah, I like McMahon, and he's along for the ride. And didn't he, I think he did? But like even a, if he did jump in and make it a difference, you, like that wouldn't bother most people. I feel yeah. like for the most maybe part, maybe back then it would have. Now mm-hmm. it would not. I mean, back then I probably was like. 14. I can't remember what exactly yeah, when the Packers won it with McMahon. But yeah, seriously though, Jim McMahon is maybe one of my favorite football players outside of the Packers organization ever. One <laughs> so. of my favorites of all time. Jeffrey and Madison chimes in. I disagree that Rodgers going to Minnesota would be out of spite. Guys like Aaron Rodgers, who are uber competitive, want to be able to say they beat every team in the league. Him going to Minnesota or another NFC North team would be solely based on him and his own personal legacy. Beating uh, all 32 teams? I don't hate the idea. 
I could see Rodgers literally wanting to beat every team in okay, the NFL. But do you think King Petty would love to go and oh, no, it, play would be, for Minnesota that would be, here's and the then thing. look up at Goody? Being look up spiteful at, me, against the Packers was would be reason number one. That whole like potentially winning against 32 teams in the NFL, that's the cherry. That would be the cherry on top. That might be the little like stru- like the thing that just pushes Rodgers over the edge. What? Which part? The beating the thirty-two teams. The main reason he does it would be spite, but like a little like icing on top. The cherry on top of the Sunday is oh, also he wouldn't do it if he went to Minnesota. He wouldn't be able to. Like going back to the same division would probably eliminate your ability to beat all the teams. What do you mean? He'd have to play the Packers, and that's it. But you could play the Pack. I think the Jets play the Packers. Like that could be on the schedule in a year. How many? How many football? Oh, three. How many? How many? Uh, teams has Aaron Rodgers played? You could look that up. It's got to sure be at 31. 31. I think he's beaten all 31. So that's what I mean. He could go Besides, anywhere in the north. Maybe Cincinnati he hasn't beaten? Let but, me look that up. But my point oh, being, he's beaten Cincinnati. I think it would be, yes, beating the Packers. But it's beating the Packers. Like looking up at Goody and saying, I own oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's... At Lambeau no, Field and pointing a, a to wherever Goody is in that... That's like that the would be reason, the number one reason. The, the cherry on top oh, was you. getting the 32. Oh, how about this? Aaron Rodgers has beaten 29 teams. He's not beaten the Packers, obviously. He's not beaten the Cleveland Browns. Oh, no, he beat the Cleveland Browns. I was at that game. I was at a game where he beat the Browns. He never beat the New York Jets. I was going to say it was probably the Jets is the other one. I couldn't off the top of my head. Really? He's never beat the Jets. But can I believe this if they also don't think he beat the Browns? Uh, no, he's 3-0 against the Browns. The first list I was looking at is wrong. So Matt, he's played 30 Matt, teams in the NFL. He's literally scrolling it right in front of you. You could also see the inf- we screen share now. He's just <laughs> looking at uh, Alex for Dude, all information. this is new. I am not used <laughs> he, to this. He, he has beaten every team besides the Packers. All righty. <laughs> Kyle, what I was looking at before. Kyle yeah. Owen Wapon chimes in, and I thought this was right. McMahon wore his Bears jersey when the Packers went to the White House. He did. Yes. yes. And uh, Troy Madison chimes in. I don't know the answer. Name another quarterback besides McMahon who has two Super Bowl rings with two different teams in the same division. Oh, same division. I, uh, same division. Quarterback, two Super Bowl rings, same division. It had to be some other sort of Backup, journeyman. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking... Who, uh, well, we don't have to think it about it. It was Doug Peterson. He has two Super Bowl rings, right? With Wasn't him. he with Favre in some way? Yeah, but where did he get the other one? As a coach? Oh, okay, I think they're talking as a player. Oh, okay. All right, uh, let's give away some beer, and let's do caller number nine. I love it. And in honor of our good friend, Jim McMahon. Yep. And caller number, what's wait, the other wait. one? Do we just do 12? one? Isn't that just one? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking a minute to win it. Call yeah. number nine, 844-770-3776. <laughs> caller number nine. Wins a case of the Twisted Tea Variety Pack that includes the Half and Half, which is the lemonade and iced tea in the Twisted Tea, the original, the peach, and the Bomb Pop. Ooh, those delicious summer Bomb Pops. It was you had it a is Bomb um, Pop outfit on at, uh, at the AmFam Championship last Thank weekend. you. I got compliments on it. Maddie didn't like it, but others did. So I'm taking the compliments Don't on it. Don't listen to Maddie. 844-770-3776. She was the only one that didn't like it. 844-770-3776. A case of Twisted Tea to caller number nine in honor of Jim McMahon. 844-770-3776. Caller number nine wins a case of Twisted Tea, which includes original half and half peach and bomb pop flavor. It is a special edition Twisted Tea. Caller number nine. 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. I'm head out the sunroof. I'm blasting my favorite tunes. I only got one thing on my mind. You got me stuck on the thought of you. You're making me feel brand new. You're more than a sunshine in my eyes. You got those pretty eyes in your head. Do we have a winner? You know oh. First of all, I wanted to thank everyone that called in. Strope wouldn't let me answer any of the calls during the break. Jim, he is just power hungry back there. Jim, I, I gotta give you a sincere thank you. Yeah. For never doing that. Coming in here while I'm trying to take information down and, and get a winner and get through the phone calls. What did I do? And yelling in my ear. Congratulations! <laughs> Yeah. Well, they well, won. They're the winner. They I, needed a congratulations. I, I'd ask Jonathan and DeForest our winner today. I'd ask him his first name three times because Matt's too busy talking to me while I'm on the phone. All I wanted was to say congratulations. You wouldn't even hand me the phone. Well, now you have your opportunity to do it on the air. Yeah, he's listening. That's how he won. Hey, you could congratulations, just say, Jonathan. <laughs> such an idiot. Uh, no wonder I've been I'm off just the show trying for a to week, be huh? hands-on kind of guy. You know what I mean? Well, that's the first. <laughs> The most hands-on Matt Hamilton is is about messing up your phone calls and sending us bump music. Yeah, which I'm not going to play either. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I literally don't ask for much. I want to take a phone call here and there and ask for a song on occasion. You don't ask for much. Yeah. You probably okay. ask for most on the show. What was the first thing you did when you got here today? Well, that was for us. We both are going to benefit from that. From what? Setting you, up you my email. yet. So he pulls me Jody, I saw Jody was here, our IT guy, so I was like, Strofe, can you at least help me get the ball rolling on this? And sure enough, Strofe was a good guy, got me got me going. Now got his, I'm answering I, emails. I got his email fixed, so he has zero excuses now to miss any meetings or remote broadcasts or anything that he's missed over the course of the last three weeks. <laughs> We're going to nail it, guys. I cannot wait. Do you, you, you like think this is cute, don't you? That you like don't know how to use it e- in email in the year 2023. You like find that cute. You think that's a cool uh, uh, quality for yourself. Well, no, no, no. Uh, I definitely do use email that doesn't didn't require the security clearances and. Oh, you mean a password? Is what well, you mean. no, I have passwords for my email stuff because that's typically how most things nowadays work. Yep, I know, yep. being an old guy, I'm not super keen on that thing, but. I do know that passwords for most emails. This one was not your normal password. We tried to do it. I showed you the the setup. I punched oh the God. passwords I thought were in, he and then you had the to story. get you had to get the administrator. What do you mean I changed the story? We were logged in on your laptop. Yeah, you clearly and then, knew and your password, I, and then you just forgot it. And is what happened. No, you forgot your password. It was on my phone too, and at one point I definitely had the password. But yeah. you're bearing the lead. The laptop that you open every day for the show had access to the email. Correct. Yes. Every single day. Could have. You understand, and I'm f- whatever, but there are other people who have jobs around here that might find it wildly, slightly disrespectful that you just never opened one of the emails you ever sent them. Yeah. When you could easily access them every single I, radio yeah, show. I guess I could have. 70% of the time, you're sitting in front of that computer. Every day, you could have accessed that email. I could have, but we got it now. Now we're dialed. Hey. So now we move forward. The bar is the floor. He can easily clear it. He set the No, the the bar is the basement. (laughs) Okay, and now I can easily clear it. I don't see where the issue is. You guys are upset. Look, I'll tell you this, Matt Hamilton is not under promise. He doesn't maybe necessarily 
he over deliver. Yeah. He under promises and he delivers right on that under promise. I'm going to be here 70% of the time. 71. Check that's my, overshooting. I'm going to check my that's, that's not over delivering. That's delivering right on point. <laughs> I'm going to check my emails once a year. At like this is the bar he set. 1200 unread emails, Jim. <laughs> and he had access every day. That was he, a lot of li- emails. He lied to us for months. He said I couldn't access my email, but when I opened his laptop, it was already logged it. in. <laughs> we did get email. So yeah, that that part was on me. I'll get, I'll take that one. You should take all of it. Well, okay, you're right. It, it is all on me, but you, the one last- that I'm truly feel bad about is the fact that I did anything. I just can't comprehend how he thinks this is like a cute look for him. He's asked to show up 70% of the time, show up three and a half days out of the week, and he can't even log into his damn email, which was already logged into. And he thinks it's like cute that he's helpless and doesn't know how to ask for help. It's unbelievable. I did ask for help. How he he thinks, yeah, it took you four months and 1,200 unread emails. And, And then we got the help and we're good. My God. Uh, well, this is the guy yesterday. Anybody else would be fired for this. This is the guy yesterday who's like, I got a bigger phone because I don't want to take I don't want to take a <laughs> I don't want to take a laptop or an iPad with me anywhere I go. The because and he thought he was like I was, you know, basically my thought was the big phones are I think less popular than they used to be because most people don't like that big phone in the pocket. So his big hack was, well, I just watch stuff on my phone, so when I go on an airplane now, I just bring my phone. Meanwhile, the rest of us, when we travel, often are traveling for work, which means we have to do work things, which Ah. means we have to bring email and your laptop. Any of those things, yes. Things like, oh, all right, well. Uh, Daniel Sloth chimes in, listen here, Mr. 70%, you can't just turn the work switch on and off whenever you want, which is clearly what you try to do every day. Oh. Yeah. That is that's now, absolutely Daniel, what I try and do every day. He's only like 93% good on turning the mic on and off for every show. So, you yeah. know. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Finally, somebody's in my court here. Oh, man. We ha- did ask the question. You can still chime in on 844-770-3776. Which is the worst outcome <laughs> for Packers fans? Kirk Cousins on the Packers in the lead at 63%. Rodgers on the Vikings at 37%. That's, I mean, that's your feeling. I just don't think it's that big a deal of taking Kirk Cousins for two seasons. Matt, you can golf with the great Matt Hamilton if he shows up at the right place hey. at the right time. On You screwed up the date yesterday. I, I, well, okay. Yes, I did. What's, what's the date? It is July 17th. There you go. Where is it at? Trapper's turn, and that's a Monday. There you go. I also got that. Is a Monday. You also screwed up the website, too. It was It, it was spectacular. <laughs> ESPNMadisonOpen.com. <laughs> you can sign up your team right now. Yesterday was like it's doing great. Yesterday, Coors Light Open Madison. <laughs> yeah, it was all over and the place yesterday. Wollersheim chimes in with the ESPN Madison Open. No, mm-hmm. it is ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up and golf. We work with a bunch of idiots, Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, sign up and golf with these idiots. Uh, up at Trapper's turn. Imagine how much more fun it'll be when we're all drinking Coors Light. Yeah, drink some Coors Light, play some golf, hang out with us. At you ESPN better believe Madison that's- Open. Dot com. Molly Brown is back. She had a legit reason to be gone. Oh, <laughs> and we will welcome her back next segment. This is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.